morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Happy Thursday. We are just moving right through 2019. We're already at, what, the 11th of April? Moving. Things are not slowing down. So anyway, uh, it's Throwback Thursday. And since I can't throw back to music anymore, um, I'm going to throw back to a couple of older podcasts. I've been doing this for two years uh, time flies. Um, I heard Gary Vaynerchuk talking about uh, this platform called Anchor. He wasn't invested in it. He was like, dude, it's kind of cool, though. Audio is going to be big. Go ahead and get started. Carve your own space and just grow with the uh, platform. So that's what I've been trying to do. And I feel like I have forged a little space in the universe for myself on Anchor, um, promoting my business promoting my thoughts and uh, sharing my opinion, which people are listening to. So thank you for that. (laughs) If you want to go ahead and like, subscribe, follow, whatever, that's cool. Please go ahead and uh, do so. And you can also, I just saw somewhere where you can um, like give me money or something, sponsor the podcast. That's what it is. So uh, if you're interested in doing that, you know, holla at your girl. That would be dope. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw back to a couple of episodes from the past because <laughs> it's fun to do. Um, if you monetize your podcast, you can't play, you know, like other people's music anymore. Um, so I play music that I own the uh, copyright to. So uh, you're hearing the Culper Manifest. That's my production team. Um, fine fellas. And they are... Um, planning to drop two projects this summer. We had a a nice production meeting yesterday and it looks like the fourth studio record um, from the group is coming out in June and that is going to be entitled Quattro. I think that's what we decided on. Um, So yeah, four. (laughs) And then um, it's the first, it's the fourth full length record, not just an EP because they've really fallen in love with the EP format but I wanted another summer project like last year's uh, record entitled summer it it was our most popular uh, record in our catalog believe it or not and uh, W Hotel Lobby is uh, our trending song on Spotify So thank you so much for that. It's making playlists. And I mean, it's just very, very cool to watch something grow, especially when I've seen it come from nothing. And we've all worked so hard to figure out how to, you know, not only make decent music, but like get it out in front of people. You know, I'm always challenging them and and asking them to do, you know, some a little bit more or go harder. And can you can you create this? Can you do that? And, you know, it's, it's fun. It really is. And I think, I personally think, um, it's the, each project just gets a little bit better. And, um, there's a wide range of sounds out there. So, um, I didn't intend to go on this long about manifest, but I'm just proud of them. Uh, it's been five years of hard, hard work and, you know, of course, if something were to pop tonight, uh, everybody be like, whoa, this is a new band. No one's ever heard. It's an overnight sensation. But it's like 
we've all put our heads down and been working very, very hard for the last five years. <laughs> so nothing happens overnight. And it'll be the same way with my film career. People will be like, oh, wait, you know, she's not young, but she's an overnight sensation. Yeah, a 30-year overnight sensation. Actually, it's probably more like 25 years, but still, that's decades, people. And um, I think sometimes you have to emotionally be ready for the success as well. But in terms of music, I I just looked at them. I'm like, dude, we need a plan. Like, you guys can't just keep sending me random files and asking me to make order out of it. So we had to build a brand, find their sound, figure out how to market it. We had, like, no dollars. And so, <laughs> you know, kudos to them for building that. Um, I admittedly took huge chunks of breaks from... Uh, the business of movies because it's just kind of um depressing you know i i love making movies i love writing screenplays i love all of that except the process the business is a grind you know a lot of people will tell you you know you're smart you're brilliant i think somebody told me i was brilliant and i'm like yeah that's great but where are the checks like when is someone going to write a check so i think uh for me personally you know, being able to dip my f foot right back into the business as a business owner has really changed my perspective and given me a little bit more confidence and heft behind what I'm doing than just being out here. I'm a screenwriter because, I mean, you might as well just uh, be ready to be, you know, taking over the coals or whatever, because, uh when you're just writing and and waiting for someone to give you money to write or get a deal or, you know, do all the things that people have done in order to get uh, ahead in this business, um, you know, there's still no guarantee you're going to get the screenplay uh, made that, that you gave to the studio. You know, the studio will change it. Um, you may or may not get the proper credit. You may or may not get the right amount of money. I mean, it's a nasty, nasty business. And I think that's why you have so many people who have crime backgrounds in the entertainment industry, especially music, but it's also in film. I mean, it, I don't know if it's as pervasive as it was when I was starting out because, um, the industry has changed so much and technology has made it so where you can do so much more than actually on your own than actually having to depend on, you know, um, an outside entity to help you get going, you know. So it, it's it's a fascinating time. This is not what I intended to podcast about. But I told you a stream of consciousness, fam, stream of consciousness, if I, if I could say it right. You know, like this is this is how this content comes together. It is literally what I'm thinking of uh, that morning. And this morning, I'm all about loving on my company. Just Media Works, Civil Theory. We are bringing it. And we're going to have new music for the summer. There's going to be Quattro, but also, I think, a compilation record. Uh, you know, a, a fun record, something to put on for your barbecues and um, to go ahead and... Um, get ready for the club and have a great night. But also the next record is, you know, after you leave the club. Because <laughs> I think they make a lot of records that uh, apply for late night. And, uh, 
you know, kind of sultry records. And, and I like that. I think the diversity is there. And like I said, I've watched these guys work so hard. We've all worked really hard. So, yeah, I'm proud of them. So I'm bragging on them a little bit. I'm bragging on me a little bit. You know, uh, building a company is hard. And if, if you want to do it, I say do it. But, you know, especially in the entertainment industry, don't be waiting for people to tell you how great you are. Five years of toiling with that particular group has been challenging. Uh, and I've been writing off and on for for many years. Um, but it's nice to finally feel like some things are coming together. And they are. So uh, just pushing ahead. And one other thing I was thinking of. Ooh, I'm going to put some throwbacks on and, uh, you know, just stay encouraged. I hope if nothing else, you realize that it takes time to build what you want. But, you know, dreams never die and you deserve your destiny. And it doesn't matter what people tell you. And certainly you're going to have people who will be like, yay, good for you. And then you'll have people in your life who will be like, you ain't never going. You know, I've had friends who are like, oh, I just didn't think you had enough talent. I thought you would quit. Oh, Okay. Well, that's not true on either case. (laughs) Um, But if you don't have huge chunks of cash, it's really hard to sustain yourself while you're trying to make a name in the entertainment industry, especially when there's so much shade in, uh, you know, there's just shady people all around. I can't even tell you there was a there was a dude out there who had taken he had read one of my screenplays years ago. Uh, It's entitled Adore. And I think. Uh, I think I'm going to start sharing some of it on this podcast to see, you know, if anybody would be interested um, in the story. Uh, most people who read it seem to think it it they can visualize it in their minds. So anyway, there was a dude out in L.A. who had read that screenplay and was basically walking around telling people he had produced it and had made a movie poster out of it and everything and was using it as a way to say that he was a producer. Uh, for, unfortunately for him, one of my friends went to his seminar or whatever and was like, dude, that's not your screenplay. Like, I know that screenplay. <laughs> and not only that, I know that screenwriter. So, I mean, you got to watch it out here. People will lie, cheat, steal just to to give themselves some credibility. I did some investigation. He never really did anything but make a poster, but it's like, dude, this is ridiculous. You know, but anyway, I'm going to throw it back right now. I appreciate the love and support. Please keep listening. Please keep spreading the word. Um, And if you have any ideas for a podcast, you want to talk, you want to collaborate, holler at your girl, have a happy Thursday, and we'll meet back here again tomorrow. All right, peace. Here's a conundrum. I like the Cosby Show. I liked it in 1984 or 85 when it came on, and I like it now. It makes me laugh. But then I look at it, and in light of all these charges and accusations against Bill Cosby, it's hard to crack a smile with that shit on. So it's like, you know, do I just think about the Cosby Show as something that was hilarious from my childhood or do I just sort of pretend like he just ain't rape all these people um that's what you call 
hashtag a conundrum. Yeah. Is it just me? Or does it make you a little sad that there's a whole bunch of people on the planet right now that have never heard the song Boogie Nights by Heatwave? Yeah. And then after that, there's a whole bunch of people who don't realize that 20 years after that, there was a great movie called Boogie Nights. And tragically, the song Boogie Nights was not in the movie Boogie Nights at all. There's a whole bunch of people who don't know that. And it makes me a little sad. Because life can be cruel like that sometimes. I know.